0: Intelligent, capable, loving,
1: majestic, (laughs)
0: beautiful, elegant, intelligent, (laughs) capable, loving, majestic.
2: Kings, my lovely sons and daughters of the great African continent, both home and abroad. you welcome to the Dr. Beth's podcast, an Afrocentric economic, social, cultural and empowerment podcast just for you. And I'm your soul sister, Dr. Beth, a woman on a mission for great Africa on an unapologetic, unadulterated, absolutely Uncompromising podcast, all for you. And I'm a multi-dimensional being having a human experience, here to thrive, not to survive. An ambition for great Africa. Love guide me, not fear. I'm here to raise the frequency and the vibration, and to bring you my lovely sons and daughters of the great African continent, both home. And abroad, I bring you all good energy. And in all that you do, let love guide you. Not fear, because fear is the greatest vampire of energy. Salutations à tous mes aloables Bienvenue au podcast du Dr. Beth. Je t'aime, ma chérie. Je t'aime, mon chérie. My lovely audience, on today's episode, we'll be continuing with our series on the 78th United Nations General Assembly meeting that was held September 2023. We had previously listened to speeches delivered by the President of South Africa, the President of Zimbabwe, Great Zim. We also listened to a speech delivered by Guinea Guinea Conakry and on and on and on. Today, we'll be listening to a speech delivered by Dr. William Ruto, the president of Kenya. We would also listen to a speech that was delivered by the president of Rwanda, Paul Kagame. And we would also take um, some tits and bits of that of um, the president of Seychelles. And if time allows us, we'll add more speeches. My lovely audience, just take and stay. And always remember that I love you all, especially you. Today's special edition of the speeches, the speeches that were that was delivered at the United Nations General Assembly was brought to us by kind courtesy, or it is brought to us by kind courtesy of Star Coffee, Uganda. Star Coffee Limited is the leading coffee processing, roasting, and packaging company in Uganda. They have years of experience in the coffee industry, delivering superior taste and aroma of coffee like no other. If you want to find Star Coffee for bulk patches, in the name of the African Continental Free Trade Area Agreement, I would urge you to contact Star Coffee and they can be found in Uganda, Kampala, in the, on the Luzira Industrial Park of the Bell Road. And you can call them on telephone number 256 414 253 414. Their telephone number again, 00256-414-253-454. You can email StarCoffee on info at starcoffee.co.ug. You can visit their website and their website address is www.starcoffee.co.ug. Star Coffee, wonderful aroma, lovely lingering finish of the pearl of Great Africa, Uganda. Patronize, made in Great Africa. And for that matter, Patronize Star Coffee. They are powering today's episode. And it's also brought to us by kind courtesy of Jumia Global. Jumia, the number one e-commerce platform operating in Great Africa. Strategic Afrocentric Market Team, an Afrocentric business consortium. Sustainable Organic Agricultural Project. Great Africa Women Empowerment Project, empowering Great African women through capacity building and advocacy. Concept, Products Promotions Equipment Limited. Black Buster's Agribusiness, and the Dr. Beth's World of Fragrance. These are the supporting sponsors of today's episode. My lovely audience, before we go into these speeches, I would like us to take the intro song again, but this time in a cappella form. Stay tuned, my lovely audience. I'll be right back. (laughs)
0: Men didn't need to men didn't need to Don't come here, to the mirror, me did chacoo to gummy round. To the mirror, me did chacoo to gummy round. Ooh, a man, could see. Didn't way to mira a in the nature mira, good mira, the leader, to mira. leader, the leader, mira,
2: Let's go straight into the speeches, and we will take first Dr. William Ruto, President of Kenya. Stay tuned, my lovely audience.
3: Was ever needed that the United Nations Security Council is dysfunctional, and democratic, non-inclusive, and representative, and therefore incapable of delivering meaningful progress in our world as presently constituted. The rampant impunity of its actors on global scene settles that matter This is not the occasion for any member of the united nations to escape when they should be rising to the challenge of the moment resorting to pursuit of narrow insular anti-social agendas within exclusive clubs constituted to maintain the status quo that undermines and cannibalizes the United Nations systems at the expense of progress in humanity's collective journey to the future of our aspirations is totally unacceptable. The existence of this inimical clique of geopolitical formations defies the fundamental values and principles of the UN system and its operations have led to alienation, mistrust, insecurity, and exclusion of and among peoples, nations, regions, and continents. Moments like now place the nature and purpose of multilateralism under sharp scrutiny for history's honest examination and judgment. If any confirmation was ever needed that the United Nations Security Council is dysfunctional and democratic, non-inclusive and representative and therefore incapable of delivering meaningful progress in our world as presently constituted, the rampant impunity of its actors on global scene settles that matter. The environment of pervasive mistrust between the global north versus the global south, developed versus developing, rich versus poor, polluters versus victims, and net emitters versus net victims, which complicate and frustrates multilateralism, is the inevitable result of promises not kept, commitments not actualized, resolutions not honored, and principles not observed multilateralism has been failed by abuse of trust negligence and impunity a year ago i stood in this assembly hall to call upon the global community to transform the u.n system in order to achieve a consensus driven rules-based multilateral system which works for the people of the world in their diversity it is time for multilateralism to reflect the voice of the farmers, represent the hopes of villagers, champion the aspirations of pastoralists, defend the rights of fisher folk, express the dreams of traders, respect the wishes of workers, and indeed protect the welfare of all peoples of the world. In the face of the most urgent crisis of our time, it is now clear that the international community has fallen seriously behind in meeting its targets in both climate action and the implementation of the sustainable development goals, as well as their underlying enabler, peace, and security. We as Africa have come to the world not to ask for arms, charity, or handouts, but to work with the rest of the global community to give every human being in this world a decent chance by taking necessary actions, mobilizing adequate resources for investment, confronting security challenges, and resolving conflict as we all make our contribution to global prosperity. We understand the facts about our collective situation as a global community, and as a member of the United Nations family. We know the magnitude of our shared challenges and common threats. We appreciate that multilateralism is on trial, and our task is to defend it. We also recognize that multilateralism is broken, and it is our responsibility to fix it. From this moment to 2030, and from our problems to their solutions, we are connected by a coherent agenda of robust collective action. We must, therefore, master the courage and will to stand together in solidarity and act, to right past wrongs, solve present problems, and secure our collective future. To protect and empower all people and support our friends in need to restore broken trust raise hopes high and keep faith strong and finally to pursue achieve and sustain positive change in order to make billions of cherished dreams come true we must start right away for we have no time to lose, and I thank
0: you. <laughs>
4: Promote gender equality, empower youth, and create opportunities marginalized communities inclusivity is not just a goal it is the cornerstone of a just and equitable world excellencies to conclude rebuilding trust is paramount trust is the foundation on which nations cooperate and it is through trust that we foster meaningful partnerships and collaborations We must rekindle trust among nations, between governments and citizens, and across various sectors of society. This requires transparent and accountable governance, bolstered by an unwavering dedication to the principles of democracy, human rights, and the rule of law. By doing so, we can restore the faith of our people and mobilize their active participation in the pursuit of sustainable development. Our success hinges on global solidarity. The challenges we face are interconnected and transcend national boundaries. No nation can solve them in isolation. Therefore, we must strengthen our bonds of solidarity, cooperation, and mutual support. This includes sharing experiences, knowledge and best practices as well as providing assistance to those most in need. The principle of leaving no one behind should guide our actions, ensuring that the most vulnerable among us receive the support they require. Let us rise above our differences and work together for a better world rebuilding trust and reigniting global solidarity is not just an option. It is the only way forward. Together, we can accelerate action on the 2030 agenda and its sustainable development goals, creating a world that embraces diversity, respects nature, and ensures a future of peace, prosperity, progress, and sustainability for all. I thank you. On behalf of the Assembly, I wish to thank the President of the Republic of Seychelles for the statement made, and I request protocol to escort His Excellency. Welcome His Excellency
1: Paul Kagama, President of the Republic of Rwanda, and to invite him to address the Assembly. Excellency Denis Francis, President of the General Assembly, Excellency, Secretary-General Antonio Guterres, Excellencies, Heads of State and Government, distinguished ladies and gentlemen. This year, the World Health Organization declared that COVID pandemic is no longer a global health emergency. Recovery is well underway, but unfortunately, the starting line was not the same for all of us across different regions. This year's SDG Summit has once again raised the alarm about slow pace of SDG implementation, and I commend the Secretary General for the sharp focus he is bringing to this issue. Developing countries are constrained by a debt crisis including higher costs of borrowing. This is causing economic disparities to widen and slowing down our collective progress towards the sustainable development goals. The primary cause of this crisis is high interest rates in developed economies in order to correct for years of quantitative easing. At the same time, developing countries face exaggerated risk premiums for both currency and political risk, which are simply unjustified. We need serious cooperation to address this. In developing countries, We also have a responsibility to be accountable for the quality of our financial governance and the management of our natural resources. Increasing access to finance also requires reform of our global financial institutions. In this regard, we welcome the proposals of the Bridgetown Initiative as well as the Paris Summit for a new Global Financing Pact. Rwanda also supports the second replenishment of the Green Climate Fund to create the fiscal space for vulnerable nations to tackle climate change. Africa and small island-developing states, many of which are represented in the Commonwealth, want to work with partners and be part of the solution. That is an important outcome of the recent African Climate Summit held in Nairobi under the leadership of President William Ruto. However, we must not only cool down on climate, we must also cool down on conflict. Today, there is no sign of ongoing conflicts ending anytime soon. We do not even see hope from those with the most influence that an end is in sight. Innocent lives are left alone to carry the burden of this instability. That is a profound injustice. The migration crisis is a case in point. Every year, migrants and refugees undertake dangerous journeys in search of a better future. Rwanda remains committed to working with partners, including the United Nations High Commissioner for Refugees, to contribute to a durable solution This decision is informed by our experience and knowing firsthand the pain of losing everything and not having a place to call home. That is part of our promise to leave no one behind. We continue to need a more effective forum to manage global crises. That's why the United Nations was created in the first place. However, that does not absolutely absorb any country or region of the responsibility to address the governance shortfalls which are the root cause of instability. In this regard, I welcome the Secretary-General's report on a new agenda for peace. Bilateral interventions, to which Rwanda contributes actively in various places, can provide a rapid response to a crisis situation. But to have a lasting effect, the need to pave the way for multilateral engagement and international political progress. No matter the amount of troops deployed, their mindset should be to get results which serve the interests of the people on the ground. Paying lip service to peace and getting lost in process and formalities only serves to confirm the selective attention of some in the international community. We still have a long way to go. Africa urgently needs to be fully represented in bodies where decisions concerning our future are made. Just as urgently, Africa must be fully prepared to speak with one voice. Ultimately, a more effective development cooperation framework must give equal weight to everyone's needs and priorities. That is what builds fair and equal partnerships and a more just and peaceful world. That's what we all claim to want even as we too frequently fall short. In that spirit, allow me to commend the United Nations Development Program led by Akim Steiner for the Timbuktu Initiative to strengthen the African Startup Innovation Ecosystem. This week, the International Telecommunications Union, led by Doreen Bodan-Martin, together with UNDP, unveiled a major new initiative on inclusive digital public infrastructure. Rwanda is very happy to be associated with these efforts, which for one, the source of our solidarity comes from our commitment to never allowing a repetition of the tragedy that was inflicted on us nearly 30 years ago. We continue to remain grateful to all who have accompanied us on our journey as we plan to commemorate. The genocide against the Tutsi for the 30th time in April 2024. To conclude, I look forward to welcoming leaders at the third United Nations Conference on Landlocked Developing Countries, which Rwanda will host in June 2024. I thank you for your kind attention.
4: On behalf of the Assembly, I wish to thank the President of the Republic of Rwanda for the statement made and I request protocol to escort his excellency. <laughs>
2: That draws a curtain on today's episode. Today's episode focused on the continuation of the 78th United Nations General Assembly. And we listened to speeches from the president of Kenya, Dr. William Ruto. We also listened to the president of Rwanda and the president of Seychelles. My lovely audience, today's episode was brought to us by kind courtesy of Jumia Global. Jumia, the number one e commerce platform operating in Great Africa, strategic Afrocentric Market Team, an Afrocentric Business Consortium, sustainable organic agricultural project. Great Africa Women Empowerment Project Empowering Great African Women Through Capacity Building and Advocacy Concepts, Products, Promotions, Equipment Limited Blackbusters, Agribusiness And the Dr. Beth's World of Fragrance Today's special episode was powered by Star Coffee, Uganda Star Coffee Limited is the leading coffee processing roasting and packaging company in Uganda. They have years of experience in the coffee industry, delivering superior taste and aroma of coffee like no other. You can find Star Coffee in Kampala, Uganda. For bulk pictures, you can locate them at the Luzira Industrial Park off the Bell Road. You can call Star Coffee on this telephone number, 00256-414-253-454. Their contact number again, 00256-414-253-454. I beg your pardon. And their... Email address is info at starcoffee.co.ug. You can visit their website using this address, www.starcoffee.co.ug. Star coffee, wonderful, aroma, lovely, lingering finish of the pearl of Great Africa, Uganda. Star coffee, if you want to be a star drink star coffee. Star coffee, the pride of the pearl of great Africa, Uganda. My lovely audience, I would like to say a very big thank you for joining me today on today's episode. I'm your soul sister, Dr. Beth, and always remember, in all that you do, let love guide you. Not fear, because fear it's the greatest vampire of energy. I love you all, especially you. Je t'aime beaucoup. Jerry Jeff, Babin in